Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and this podcast brings you the audio experience of GameDev.TV. Now, let's get right into the podcast. <laughs> oh fuck, I pressed the picture. Wow. It's not 10k, 10,000. That is amazing. It still feels strange to me, to be honest. (laughs) If if they would all be standing behind me right now, I wouldn't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's basically what happens, you know. I mean, like I post a picture of myself and they would all stand behind me to watch it. They would just be (laughs) be weird. There's definitely like a TV show or a movie in that where like everybody's Instagram followers just appear behind them at some point <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of oddness so people appreciating you but appreciating you from afar but then they come in and it's okay. overly personal so let's see uh this uh let's see contact lenses for augmented reality and so when you take a picture <laughs> and post on the social media you turn around and you see holograms of everybody that likes it <laughs> that will be really awesome <laughs> I did work with the HoloLens uh, when I was an intern, so it would be I a cool, cool thing. Yeah. To be honest, it was a bit strange at that time because it was we were the first uh, company in the Netherlands which we had the HoloLens, so uh, it was just figuring out and doing everything on yourself. And when I ended my internship, everything I made myself was like plug in in the new updates. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so but cool. it, it was a lot of fun to experiment. I did like uh, some drawing where you can draw in your uh, in like in your surroundings and it will send the model with the drawing to the computer so someone else could watch the whole room and something you draw and the intention was if you were for example you have uh, your, your car broke down uh, you just uh, put your hololens up call a mechanic and you draw and he will draw on your uh, like like on your uh, model everything what's going wrong and what you have to do to fix it Wow. You, can, you can draw back to show them uh, what, uh, what what you think or what you understand. So that was a pretty fun experiment. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get our hands on those hollow lenses. Yeah, it's really awesome. All right, so Justin, let everybody know who you are and why did 10K was so significant. Well, I'm I'm Justin Bizar. I'm from the Netherlands, uh, as you might can hear. <laughs> and uh, it's the beginning. What? Why did you start your Instagram all about like coding and, and the way you do it, like the pictures you have and the tips you give out? Well, yeah. If you if you go all the way down to my Instagram, you you will see I I started with my music career, which mm-hmm. uh, which which I just wanted to post about. I, I actually started Instagram just. Like everyone did in the Netherlands, just for your friends, just to show what you're working on and what you do and uh, what, what what makes you excited. And in the beginning, it was all about music. Um, so yeah, and then uh, eventually, I, I I broke my knee like nine years ago uh, with gymnastics. I was pretty good in gymnastics, uh, but when I broke my knee, I started to like experiment with coding. No, when I broke my knee nine years ago, I was in the hospital and mm-hmm. like I come from a from a family where we had like one shared a PC at a time. So I never had a computer. I think I was on the computer like two hours a week and all I did was playing RuneScape. 
because I was pretty high in gymnastics and I, I, I had like some, some small time for myself and did a lot of training, went a lot to the gym. So like one or two hours a week, I just played some RuneScape to, with, with some friends. Just uh, it was the only game I really did. And then I was in the hospital uh, because I broke my knee. I was there for like two, two and a half, uh, almost three days. Uh, I had nothing to do and I had my hands on a laptop for the first time in my life. I never had a laptop. Uh, so, so I got one in the hospital and, you know, if, if you are from from that kind of perspective point that you only play games for like one hour and then you have a full day, you have a laptop, I started uh, to, to like think like, how is this actually be made? I had all the time, I, like after two, three hours of gaming, I was I was bored. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know well what to, what to do with the time. So I was just checking like, hmm, how is it made? And I came up to what was then like Moperscape, which was a private service for, for RuneScape. And I just found like RuneScape source codes. And I just, I don't know how it really went, but I happened to, to like get in contact with someone on the forums and he explained me how to like set up your own private server. And that was actually my first time I started coding and on Moperscape there was a tons of people sharing their uh, their things they made, uh, the things they they built in their in their uh, uh, their their server, and I just copy pasted it, put it in my, changed color, changed some values, uh, just and, and all all in Notepad. You know, it was it was so strange for me. Uh, I, I didn't even know there was something else like Notepad plus plus or any IDE like Eclipse uh, back then, which was really hype. It, I, I never heard about it, so I was always working with, with, with Notepad, always being frustrated. I have one Ctrl Z, and if I had an arrow, I get 9,999 arrows, because if you <laughs> have an arrow at one place, everywhere is an arrow. Yes. <laughs> I still remember those days, and uh, there was like one moment where, where my brother told me, like, like hey, uh, I got some, some friends at school, and they, they are going to study game development. Uh, did you ever heard about it? Like, no. I, don't even know what it is. He said, "Yeah, you should check it out. It's it's looking exactly what you are doing." So, so I was okay. I was looking at it, and uh, I did like a, like a trial lessons at, at college uh, just to check out. And I saw first time uh, action script, uh, and it was exactly what I was doing, but but like with all these tools and all these these colors actually, <laughs> like like, so like cool. uh, methods having colors, and I was like. Like, like really overwhelmed by it. Like, that, like, oh, this is this is so awesome. This is exactly what I wanted because when I broke my knee, I lost my biggest passion. I I broke my knee and I've been uh, in uh, uh, what is it like a revalidation for, for for over three years. Uh, mm. I've been in and out of of, uh, of a wheelchair. Even been to to parties in a wheelchair. There's like iconic pictures of me uh, being crowd surfing in my uh, <laughs> in my wheelchair. That's great. You're like the party doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like going from this was my passion to now I have to find something else? How did you get through that? Well, for me, it was I think the toughest thing in my life. Um, but it all just happened as well. You know, mm -hmm. if if you get in the hospital and you know, and they say like, yeah, you broke your knee and it's really bad and something went wrong because like in, in first place there, my, my knee shouldn't be uh, as broken as it was because it was like one part of my, uh, of a bone in my knee stuck out and when they put it back, it broke to middle. So there was, went something wrong there. 
So, yeah, and yeah, th th then you really feel like your your whole life falling apart, you know. You, and and they also said like, yeah, and it's gonna be tough for you because you are, you know, you're, you're a sports guy. You you are someone who who who, who have uh, problems dealing with not walking. You know, if you have, they they really really said if you were a gamer and you could just game all day, you you wouldn't really really notice and it will heal out of itself just by gaming. <laughs> but but for me, you know, I, I was was so eager to to get up and to uh, and to to go to the gym again. And that was also my biggest mistake back then that I went to the gym too fast, which made it worse and made the revalidation longer and longer till the point now where I still have troubles with my knee every day. But uh, it also somehow brought in the programming in my life from the day in the hospital that I just started to to look at how the, how it worked and just making my own server, just trying around, uh, making some 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 funny models, putting them in and, and give them so to some people who gave me one dollar to, <laughs> to 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 help me a little bit. But, yeah. Hey. That's crazy man. And so how old were you when you had that accident? I was fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, so you were near the beginning. That's still that's still crazy to think that like my whole life's gonna be this way and then just shatters in one second. Yeah. And then but you see how it ended up turning out for the best because then you got into programming and then now you've spotted up to like 10k <laughs> you have all this amazing uh, Instagram followers and posts and exactly. so but that's also like what what I because because I started like more to see like like my my road was pretty tough and I'm 100% sure there are a lot of other people having a tough road as well and I want to help them like not push them, but inspire them to push themselves to to keep going, keep believing, keep keep, <laughs> keep knowing that it wouldn't stay as harsh as it is now right now. And that, that that's like my main goal to to achieve to to just share and inspire. So you've you've been in that headspace. How would you help others who are also in that headspace? Like oh my no my life totally like gonna change right now oh, my legs broken like how what would you say to them right now yeah it sounds cliche but it will all get well at some point but yeah the, the biggest issue is always you never know when you know yeah that's and, that's, that's a hard one because a lot of people want it to happen right now and they'll maybe start going into like drinking or some other stuff like playing too many games and not really trying to figure it out like you did do you think it's just a mindset thing or do you think there's something that can help them out that you went through? Like, Yeah, for me, I, I went a lot to the woods. So I just went to the woods. I, I just liked, I, you know, I lived in uh, in a village where we had woods places and I was always into it since a little child. So I knew like spots where you have, uh, it sounds really strange, but you have planted trees and where planted trees are from outside our region, there's no animal there, so no noise. So I always went to those spots where it's like completely empty. There's nothing around you and just relax. Just just take it all in. Just think about what you want to do and and, and just wait uh, and let it come over, you know, mm -hmm. just just let, let it let it come by and know, and know if you stay humble, uh, stay motivated, keep having your your visions on, on a goal. It will some somehow it will eventually you will get there. Doesn't mean you will get there tomorrow or next month maybe in a few years but if you keep your eyes on that goal you you will get there i'm 100 I'm percent sure about it 
And so, how long did you spend in the woods? Was it like a couple hours, a few minutes? It depended. If it yeah. was starting to rain, I had to leave early. But no, I got <laughs> it. really depended. Uh, sometimes it was just, you know, most likely I went there like at eight, and uh, and then I left at ten. Sometimes I just. Like you know, in the Netherlands, it's you're, you're legal to smoke weed, and I just went there, smoked, smoked some weed, and just just chilled down a bit, and then I went home and uh, started to to look further at, at programming. That was always what I did, just to cool down a bit, to clear my mind, mind just to reset a bit. Control F5, I always said. <laughs> yes. So you would say it's more like a meditation, kind of. You kind of like went there, cleared your mind. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, and I, I'm 100% sure everyone can can do it. It's just like, uh, even though you might live in a place where where there's not like like beauty around, like a like a forest. I had luck. I had the luck to have, but there will always be maybe a park, maybe maybe some spot where you can just chill down, where it's where it's nice and quiet. Even though if you have to 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 bike on your bicycle for for 20 minutes to get there. I had the same. I I had the moped then, and I just took the moped. I was in 10, 15 minutes. I was in the woods and just chilled down till till I feel cool down and ready to go again. And uh, yeah, that that was basically it. Because I was also not that kind of person who likes to talk about his problems. You know, like you have mm -hmm. some people who like to talk about it and 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 they get over it to talk about it. And I'm more someone who likes to absorb it and release. So that's 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 like my way of dealing with stuff. What um what sort of skills or I don't know mindset kind of things did you do you bring into your current work that you started to cultivate when you were well an athlete essentially. So in that time, what what sort of was, what skills have transferred over into your pro well, work? I think my biggest skill on to this date is, uh, is is to just fall down and know it it will make you harder. And that's that's a tough thing, but just 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 let it overcome. Just try, just do it. And you know, when I was gymnastic, I fought so many times. I broke all my fingers, and and they all uh, they all healed back. And after it, they didn't break if I had the same same mistake. So you know, I think that's that's the best thing. Just also, like if you have, uh, if you have, for example, someone being being a bit harsh at you at your company, just take it in. Don't don't be mad. Don't be, uh, yeah. Just 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 take it in. Reflect yourself because if if something goes wrong, you also have a part of it going wrong. Uh, so so there's always both sides. Just reflect your own part and uh, evolve in it. I think that that made me really strong in my current position at my job. Uh, and it's also, uh, you, you make a lot of friends with it, because sometimes people try to push their, their thing or they think they have the best uh, decision. Uh, and sometimes if there is like conflict between those, just, just let someone uh, uh, say their part, listen and take it in, absorb it and then try to put in your part. And the more you do it, the more you, re you reflect this, you, you get more into like a, a, a path where it's more getting more stable and you're getting a better voice in, in your company and at your position. Diplomacy. It's all about diplomacy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good skill to learn. 
Back into when you started learning programming, what was that like? Was that how long every day did you study for? Oh, really long to be honest. <laughs> I I was I was that that guy in in college who 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 didn't stop learning to be honest. I I but there was also a bit like if 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 we go back again to to like you know I I lost a big passion and I got a new one. Um, that that thing that like that that transition made me more eager in learning programming because it felt like it was my my only way out mm. you know so and just because of that i when i was in college i studied i studied to studied i stayed at, at college till till end time even if if we had like if it was finished at, at two o'clock i will still stay to five if i had like some questions i could go back to the teacher uh, I, I always had to go in the train for for one hour I always uh, continued studying in, in the train just because I liked it and being, a, being an hour in the train is just boring. So I always enjoy just, just making stuff, building stuff, always thinking about systems and how to build them, how to, how to break them as well. And, uh, yeah, and you're so. saying studying, was it like computer science? Was it programming classes? No, it was really game development. So in the Netherlands, in Netherlands, you 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 can start with uh, media game development, where you will do first half year, you will do web development and game development, and then after half a year, you can choose between web or, or game. And I did that uh, that college, uh, and after half a year, I chose game development, and then from then on, you have uh, like two years straight where you're only gonna make make games. Uh, that, that's also what I liked a lot about, about, about the college, that uh, they will provide you basic info, but they cannot force you to become a certain programmer, because mm. you can become mobile programmer, you can become 2D, 3D, you can make advertisement games, you can web games, you can... There's such a big variety, it's not just making a game, and everyone will learn to be a 3D uh, game developer. So what they really did is they made groups, and they just gave you a, an assignment to say like, oh, in four weeks, you make uh, you need to make an asteroids game, and then you can have artists who say like, oh, I want to have it 3D. So you have two artists who say, oh, I want to have 3D. So you are forced to teach yourself 3D game development. Same with 2D. A lot of artists wants to make 2D games. So then you, know, you have to, they, you you force your team to make 2D games in 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 two weeks. Uh, and that was just so much fun that you had like eight hours in college, just making a game uh, with, with with a small team, and at the end you get like you have, you have to to deliver and you get get you get what is it uh, in the Netherlands it's it's like a grade from one to ten so just oh, okay yeah like A B C yeah yeah a great point okay that's really cool though to to have like all that time just to work on making games yeah it was a lot of practical things and. Uh, the best thing is like all our teachers were from the from the industry itself. So either they had the company or they were a programmer themselves, and they were working like two or three days a week in uh, at at school. Uh, and you were just able to ask them questions if you were stuck in anything or you didn't get out of it. But uh, also the nice thing was uh, you were like like everyone was in a team, so you can also ask other classmates like uh, how they did solve stuff and, and things like that so you really bond with your teachers but also bond with your classmates to to build cool stuff nice and so while you're in 
school, did you make any sacrifices so that you could be who you are today? Like, did you hang out a lot with people, or did you just study, 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 repeat, go to sleep, study, study? I, I wasn't being a guy who, who went out a lot, so... And even if I went out, I, I had, like, a lucky position where... Um, when I was 12 years old, I started volunteering for a youth center in, in my village. And the youth center was mostly about uh, having games. There was a pool table, darts, and all the stuff like that. And I, I didn't have much friends, so I always went there to meet people. And I really enjoyed it. It was uh, close by my, my, my parents' house. Uh, at some point, I don't know how, but I got into the position to start volunteering, helping with events. So uh, when I was 16, I, um, I I got in the position to get a key and open my own night. I had, uh, every Tuesday evening was my own evening. So I had my friends coming to that place and I was actually then developing and they were making music, they were uh, playing pool, playing uh, table football, uh, uh, table tennis, all, all those stuff. And I was just making games. And, and like one once an hour, I asked them like, hey, can you come to test this? Hey, what do you think of this? And that bonded us really a lot. And there was there was a lot of fun. And I think that also made it much easier for me to, to keep on studying because I was in an environment with my friends. They didn't care or didn't know anything about programming or, or game development at all because they were all like the same as me. They just really hadn't had much time to, to game at home and they just were out, outside all the time or doing sports, being being a, a lot of, uh, busy with music. Uh, and, and yeah, so it all came together, you know, just a weird mix of, of guys yeah. making stuff and one guy is making music, one guy is, it was beatboxing, one guy is, uh, is, 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 uh, is, is just doing sports or doing darts and, and I was making the games there and this was really fun. That's awesome, though, having a good like support group, group of people who are going like getting after it, living their dreams, being creative together. Because when you're around creative people, it makes you more creative. Exactly. Yeah. So going back to the to you doing music, do you think any you playing music and learning and practicing helped you learn and practice a program? Not really, because well, it has two sides to be honest. Mm -hmm. Because um, yeah, I I, I was like half a DJ, but that was also because I had my, my own, uh, my own uh, event and I called it Mountain Rave. Uh, it was like a rave kind of thing with dubstep, drum and bass, because my friends loved it a lot. And it was called Mountain Rave because our village uh, name translated to English is mountain. It's Bergen in Dutch. Uh, so we called it Mountain Rave. Uh, and while I was doing that, because I broke my knee, like I said, like nine years ago, I, uh, I didn't had the ability to go out that much. So that brought me in, a, and I had like this lucky position to uh, be volunteering in, uh, in, uh, in accommodation, which had the option to, to, to build like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, a, like a club where you can make, uh, 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 like make music events. So doing all those stuff, I really learned a lot about organizing stuff, which also helps me nowadays with with organizing and and socializing with people at work and organizing your your code even because sometimes if you 
uh, if you have certain problems in, in building states, you also have certain problems in, in building your code structure. Uh, it all helps just a little bit. I, I wouldn't say like, oh, if you're going to build a, a, a music podium or a music state, you also will, uh, will, will use it in your, in your coding. But I think just the matter of, of all it combined <coughs> will somehow connect to each other, if you understand what I mean. Next to programming, what, what were some of the hard topics that you tackled? And then how did you tackle them? Yeah, I think for me it was a bit like figuring out what I wanted to do because I, I, I was always doing everything. I was I was just so much interested in programming that I never, even to, to till today, I never even chose a direction. Say like, oh, I want to be only backend, oh, I want to be only frontend, oh, I want to make 3D or 2D games or, or like shooter or adventure games. I, I never chose a direction, uh, which which is sometimes a bit of a struggle because other people do and you see them like like succeeding and making cool stuff and you think, oh, I also wanted to do that. But on the other hand, I'm I'm like like too too messed up in my head with, with all the other things I want to build and want to know and want to uh, want to learn. Uh, so yeah, so sometimes that's a, that's a big struggle. Uh, further ado, yeah, like like now looking back at it, I I wished I knew a lot more about design patterns as I knew uh, as I know now today. But <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, it would help me a lot because I had so many issues with with my structure back then, which I have right now. Um, but I think that's also just a big part of working for a company with a good structure, so you really see what the what the design pattern does to to a certain uh, technology. So, yeah, I think that was my biggest struggle, and yeah, maybe math a little bit, but I was so I, I loved games so much that uh, that that math was 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 getting in there automatically, if you understand what I mean. Because at at high school I hated math. I was always saying like oh, I don't know why I should know how much liters of water fits in a two by two <laughs> meter pool. What the, what why why should I know? But now being being a game developer, I think like yeah, if you have a two by two meter pool, if uh, yeah, you know maybe something can drown in it or something, you know. So you have to yes. calculate it, and, and that's that's so much more fun to to experiment with and and having math and just just. You know, just uh, playing around with it and seeing weird stuff happening, which is totally not uh, what what you wanted to achieve. That makes it so much more fun than just putting uh, having a calculator and getting numbers. It's so strange that they don't tell kids the point of learning math is to learn how to think and like how logic works. It's not really about making calculations because yeah. yeah, we have computers, we have spreadsheets, we have calculators. It's like, we don't need to know how to calculate. It's about learning how to think about how to calculate, you know? Exactly. So yeah, I think in the beginning that was a bit harsh for me, but I was always being that guy uh, in, in front of, of, of the class. And I also was always the guy providing the math uh, like 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 the math homework to the other guys of uh, of, the, of the classmates, just because I was always in front, and our math teacher went so quick that if you missed one lesson or you missed <laughs> ten minutes, you will be behind for the whole semester. <laughs> so, 
but 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 I always like like keep on and that, that I also had like a good bond with my with my math teacher and I love to to like stay longer ask him questions and that that really helped me so I, I also think that that's like something you just have to discover and that that's also I think which is most important of, of programming in, in general to to just to just discover as much as you can because once I just discover and and see how something works I, I get motivated to to try more out of it you know yeah definitely like actually going deeper into a subject is such an interesting thing and also if you've got encouraging mentors and teachers it does make a big difference yeah, I mean like a, an example was like at, at school we made like uh, two balls uh, uh, bouncing and they could bounce against each other you know and I liked it a lot so I was just thinking like oh I want to make uh, 100 balls bouncing and 100 bounce, uh, balls bouncing against each other and then I wanted to make uh, one big ball getting into a pile of balls and bouncing them all, all uh, in their directions, you know, <laughs> and, and just experimenting with it, playing with it, making making something fun out of it. I think that's just really important to to put your mind on that, to, to not just make the assessment, but to just go a bit further. You know, I, I love everything you're saying. Actually, going through this interview, I am hearing a lot of things that really stand out that make see why you are the way you are and where you are today because for instance you say when you broke your knee and you were like you just kind of have to get over it like a lot of people that's common sense but they can't really do that but for you like you and I feel like I get what you mean for you going into nature doing um staying late for class is the biggest <laughs> one and I was like I was like not a lot of people do that and but the fact that you're like yeah just stay later or when people left for two I stayed till like eight like those are small <laughs> things that like that stand out that like you might not be like oh you know I just did that but like that's something different that a lot of people don't do. This is gonna be this is gonna be another one of our one of our quips that goes along with don't make wow or don't make wow dragons. It's gonna be just get over it. <laughs> just get over it. And that's just a big one to a game developer. It, it is true. Both will happen. Get over it. Just keep yeah. going. I spent so many hours keep on going, exactly. I mean, that's the that's the real takeaway there. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've heard that don't compile in Unreal, and I just like ah, I'll spend two hours until I get that little like successful. I'm like yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still see that today as well. Uh, still at my job, you still have, have a lot of people who, who work really from nine to five. You know, if you just stay one hour later, you. Uh, you you will be in an empty office. Uh, that that's that, that that's still something happening in a lot of companies. But I mean, like I, I still really connect a lot with those people who also stay along. You know, at the, at the company as well. Um, and and the funny thing is, I almost always programmers who stay longer. <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> so, I've I've had a lot that that you know that you're just cleaning up and you just hear music from another room and you see a programmer working there you just have a little chat about what you're working on. You know, I love I love that a lot. So for everybody who doesn't know, where do you work at? Uh, I work at GamePoint and GamePoint. Uh, probably not a lot of people know about it because it's uh, it's it is one of the biggest social multiplayer games platforms, especially here in the Netherlands and Germany and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's more targeted to women's for 50 plus. 
So it's it's games like a bingo game, a, a yachtse game, uh, we have a poker game, we have other card games. It's it's like really casual social multiplayer gaming. Um, I I started here as an intern. I had my internship, uh, my first internship at this company. Uh, it was actually really, really fun. Fun. I had we had like at our school we had uh, presentations of your portfolio and. Uh, one of the persons from a game point gave me gave my uh, portfolio a 10. They really liked it a lot. Uh, and that's that's a bit how I got in touch with them. And I, I remember being at a, at a, a conference talking with them and I explained like, yeah, uh, she, she did see my portfolio and she said like, oh, yeah, it's really good. And just come by the office tomorrow and uh, we will talk about the internship. And that's how I got in really quick, actually. Uh, and when I started there, I, I came in like this prototyping team, which was a lot of fun. I, uh, yeah, we, I just made, made like the IDs that game designers had and uh, I was the first uh, programmer there in the, in, in the company because a lot of uh, programmers are working in Kiev in Ukraine. Uh, we have two, uh, two offices, so I was like the, the only one uh, programming in the Netherlands just to work side by side with the designers, make some, some fun games and some fun little things. Uh, they really actually wanted to extend my internship, but uh, that's also like one thing I really wanted is because in internship you can try out. So I wanted to have two internships because I had to do two at, at different companies to really know what 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 is the best fit for me because I was still like searching what I wanted to do and what I wanted to make. So. The second internship I do did was in augmented reality, and I liked it a lot for four months. But the last month of, of the fifth month, I really started to get bored and didn't really enjoy it. So I really felt like it was a good decision to try out. So when I finished college, that I wouldn't choose to get into a, uh, a virtual reality company because <laughs> it really doesn't fit. Like it, it doesn't really triggers me that that much as I thought it would be. Uh, so yeah, after I, I finished my college, I I just uh, messaged one of the of the managers for, uh, back then. I was an intern, uh, and he just really said like, yeah, come by at the office tomorrow. And uh, two days later, I was uh, I was a full time employee. And, and the first thing I had to make was also really fun. I was again a sort of prototyping because I was still new. Mm -hmm. And I made uh, in our bingo game, which is our biggest game. I think we have a few hundred thousand people a day playing it and I had to make some uh, casino games for it which were a lot of fun I, I made uh, Kino, Video Poker, uh, Money Wheel which maybe in, in the US they call Big Six, uh, uh, High Low and Blackjack uh, all for in the bingo game where if you have to wait for, for the bingo cards or, or the new bingo round to start you could play some uh, some casino games to, to get some money or to lose some money. If you, if you have to wait for playing your game, you can play this other game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Uh, and it's still in there. It, it, people still enjoy it as well. And that was also where, where our game, uh, Game Point Casino, came from, uh, which is actually the first game I really built it from scratch, from A to, from A to B, to, from, from scratch to launch, uh, with a whole new IP actually for the company. Uh, where we combined those mini games and the slot games we already had in one package to build for mobile. 
which was a lot of fun and brought a lot of uh, uh, of creativity to me and, uh, and and gave me a lot of insights in the company because building something from the ground up, up in the company framework uh, learns you everything in the framework. I, I'm now, I now know everything about it and I know all insights out and I, I love to share everything about it as well to, to people inside the company, of course, because of NDA, I cannot tell everything, but, but yeah, the, and, and um, after that, we, uh, we came to the point to start making new games and uh, we started porting uh, a game like a, a, a game which was already successful on web, uh, which is called Card Party. And that was the second game I started up from 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 scratch to uh, uh, to the end to to launch. Sadly, my uh, companion programmer uh, left then, so I had to do it all by myself in that time, uh, together with the with a designer. But it was also a lot of fun, and now we are building again a new team to to build some new cool games, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. I, uh, tomorrow we probably will launch a new one. So I cannot tell about it yet, but it's a lot of fun and a lot of uh, of grinding in it as well. A lot of long hours, long days to build it, but I, I really enjoy making those games. And that's also something I always tell. Sometimes we have a few students at, at our company and often people think that it's boring to make card games, boring to make games for 15 years, 50 years old uh, women. But I think it's just the matter how you look at it. Uh, because it can be really challenging because it's still a lot of fun and still it is a game and even though it's not a game you will play yourself it's a play it's a game your your mother might play so why not thinking about like oh let my mother try it out let, let, let her play around with it um, and and just just try to think of systems to to make the boring job more fun you know if, if you if you think like oh, I have to do this this thing again I have to make this card again just make a whole system to to generate cards, to 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 to, to mu make multiple cards of it, to to build new animations, to to let artists build stuff with the cards, so, so and, and you can can put more control on on optimization or something you're really interested in, and which which can add a lot to it to a game people might not uh, might even notice. So. There's also something to be said for like making content for an audience that you're not familiar with or it, you're not you know you have got experience as you say it is it is a challenge and it's always good to be challenged in your work you know so yeah, yeah value in it for sure and you know that audience are still like a valuable group of gamers and they're a large group you exactly know. and they i mean like if uh, i can check at our our public site how much now is uh is playing like we have a, yeah, yeah we have we have a lot of minutes played always you just open uh, the doors of heaven there that was so wow that was bright <laughs> yeah and, but, and and i like it a lot to to make something which you know is going to be played by a lot of people you know yeah, that's what i that's what every day but it looks like online it says 18,781 people are online today playing some casino games Yes, and I see yesterday there were 17,600,000 uh, minutes played by people. Wow. And I think we had an average of, of 100 minutes uh, per player, which is like MMO level, and that's for a bingo game. <laughs> and just imagine that. So. Is it that so, much fun? I gotta try it. 
Bingo is pretty fun. I love it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, actually, to be honest, I haven't played it since elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get back in it. Yeah, no, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing with my life? I'm not playing <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it is a lot of fun. It's just fun to see because also our our audience is, is just so connected to... To, to the company as well, you know, we have like a big chat and everyone is always active in it. There's always a big community. We have uh, like Facebook groups, uh, fan groups of, of, the, of the, the things. And also, but that's also something our company does uh, does really good. It's like engagement with, with the audience. We have, for example, every winter, we have a winter wonder week where we give away like real life stuff. Uh, like we gave away uh, free groceries for a month, free groceries for a year, uh, uh, goodie bags, uh, all, all cool stuff. Yeah, groceries, yeah. Like free groceries. It was, uh, yeah, for a month. For a month. The Greek yeah. What? You mean, like, <laughs> like, is there a limit of how much you can get? I think, I, I, I'm not sure how it is, but I think it's like you get a certain amount of money each month to, okay. which will cover up your groceries. Yeah. But it was. It's, I'll be buying a bunch of ribeye steaks with that money. Uh. <laughs> it's just, it's just so much fun to see how much engagement you can put in with those people and how much they enjoy uh, the the company as well. Even though they always think like uh, like like we we control the odds, but the odds are still odds. So you can lose ten times in a row. It's it's possible, and they still think. Uh, uh, I think we, we, we cheat something for them, but we never do, so it's just something funny to see. Oh, it's, this is amazing, man. You're, you're, first of all, you're very passionate about your game development programming and the job that you're working at, which shows with everything that you do. Two, I love what this game point is doing, where they're giving people free groceries. Like, you're literally changing lives by making games and having this community and being part of something bigger than yourself. So I understand why you're so passionate about it. Yeah, like more than just. <laughs> yeah, painting. but that's also, you know, that that's also something you feel in the company, like like this family feeling, uh, and I really enjoyed it a lot. So, and and I like the the variety of people. Like I said, we have we have uh, we have uh, an office in Kiev as well in Ukraine. So so it's not only in the Netherlands. We have like multiple places. Uh, we talk a lot with them, and we have people in our office. From all over the world, uh, I work sometimes with someone from from Mexico. I work from someone from Turkey in my team, and you know, it's it's just just a lot of varieties. And and, and my old uh, colleague was from Spain. It's, it's it's just so much fun and so much different mindset, different uh, different backgrounds as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now I want to get into the the big part of all this: your Instagram page. <laughs> Because that's, it's first of all, the quality of the photos are on point. Do you take those photos or do you have, like, use your girlfriend do it? Or no, it? I, I take them with my own Pixel uh, Pixel 4. And but I how? Because you're, like, doing something on the computer and you have the picture being taken. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you can put a timer on, put it on 10 seconds, put it on uh, on, on the statue and just, just let it do it. It's so easy nowadays. I thought you had, like, one of those big cameras that everybody has and it's, no, oh yeah, no. I'm, I'm I'm like a big Google fanatic, and I love Google Pixel uh, products, and I love how how 
how technology can change uh, a, a simple picture to a high uh, resolution pic uh, picture. That, that's what I love a lot about, about Google. That's why I, I, I really like their products and I always have pixel over pixel. Yeah, so then now into the, the tips. When did you start like making these posts where you started giving like programming tips? And what, what got you motivated to do that? I don't know when it really started. I don't. I don't think it. I think it wasn't that long ago. I, I know I started making programming posts like years or like I think five, six years now. Like being in the in the train, making a picture of me programming in the train. And Wait, so that's five, six years ago. How many followers did you have five, six years ago? I think two, three hundred. Five, six. Okay, so from. 200 to 10,000 to five to six years. Yeah, but I literally had three years ago, I had 1,000 followers for the first time. So then even, oh, so the, okay, wow. That's a long time. So it took three years to get to 1,000 and it took two, two to three years to get to 10,000. I'm just trying to get a triangular numbers together to get people to see that it takes time. That's the one thing that I like. Yeah, that, that one everything. thing as well. And, yeah. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't really do it for, uh, for, for the followers mm -hmm. and what, what I do it for I do it for the reactions I get like like the 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 questions I get in my personal messages are are, are are the best in my opinion I really love to answer them even though there's like like 80% of people just saying hi bro can you hack someone's Facebook uh, <laughs> that that have it, it are you it serious every day I think I get five six of those messages every day and, and not even small pages. I even had like pages who had fifty or sixty thousand followers asking me to hack someone's Instagram or if I can help them getting oh. their Facebook account back. Or I think like, what do you think? <laughs> I don't think anyone knows how to do that. So and if oh. they and I always say like, if someone knows how to do it, they will scam you with it. So just yeah. don't ask. Yeah, if somebody says they know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. And I can help right. you get your Facebook account back. Um, you get in, you know, there's there's support links that you can go to that guide you through a process. Well, if you can answer their questions, you can get your account back. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much what it comes down to. There is no hack though. It's it's hilarious. I've had I've had friends of mine, you know, basically say to the effect they're like, I just assume that when I walk into your house you've hacked my phone already. And I'm just what? like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're a programmer, right? So you guys can do that. It's, like, it's the most <laughs> hilarious thing. <laughs> That's you true, though. Just... No, Jack. <laughs> it. Yeah, just be like, I, I could, but I'm not. Yeah, I could, I <laughs> don't. But... <laughs> Well, we only, I only did like one time hacking, which was at college, which was a lot of fun, actually. That was like, like in college, we, we, it was called Media College. It was a fun story. Uh, and there's like all kind of stuff, and we also have like this 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 actor uh, people wanted to become an actor uh, uh, classes, uh, and those people are always loud in the in the in the lunch rooms, and they they often had like this Bluetooth speaker, you know. And at some point, I was with a classmate, and we thought like, fuck it, we're just gonna hack one of the speakers, just try to take over the Bluetooth with our PC, and just just try to, to, to shock them, you know? And at one point we did, we just both did uh, with, with Kali Linux. Uh, we did like the, I don't remember which thing it was. It was something uh, released because of Mr. Robot with his Bluetooth hacking. It was like a new thing on uh, on Kali Linux and we just tried it and somehow we got in by just 
just trying things out and just thinking like, oh, maybe it's this uh, Bluetooth or maybe it's this. And we got over, put some Google translation on and put like, uh, like, like, oh, you're hacked, oh, you're hacked, uh, like, like translation. So it speaks it over and over again. And it was just so funny. They immediately went out of the lunchroom. <laughs> but that's the only time I, I really hacked something. <laughs> hey, I haven't had that moment yet where they're like, can you, you hack this? But it's kind of the same thing with the artists where they always like, hey, can you make this for me? Can you do this for me? Do that for me? I'm not gonna lie, I did that once to one of my friends. I was like, hey, can you make this? But it's just, it's like, you know, we got our own things and it's also, it takes longer than you think. Like they assume, oh, you hack it in like two minutes because all those like movies will show like the coding things literally like coming down the screen and not even like typing that fast. It's insane. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, that's really it. Is the movies make it seem like it's and TV especially make it yeah. seem like it's easy. It's yeah. like you know, it's it's because being able to hack something is a is a good theatrical device mm -hmm. for telling a story. Yeah. <laughs> and so, if you need to get a piece of information that's stored on a computer, then you get in contact with the computer person who can hack it for you. Like, that's just something that you can do in a story. <laughs> that's not how it works in reality. No, so they have that one website, Hacker Typer. You usually just start typing and you get like functions of code and you're like, wish you could do that in real life. You can also just, you, you can best just push something on GitHub and it will just look like you're hacking something as well. <laughs> just just use just use GitHub just to commit yep. a uh, just just a message and just push it and all the messages you get out of it <laughs> people will think you're hacking. It makes people think you're hacking exactly. Yeah. Oh look, he's doing hacking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it actually reminds me of the post you did today about GitHub and just doing Git. So I want you to explain to the game team community what exactly you meant by your post and like what. Why should somebody start committing today and doing all this stuff with Git? Well, I was always so scared of Git. Always, I always thought I would I would make a mess up, or it just felt so so magical that that code merges together. I, it always felt strange, and I and I I still remember like being in the company in the beginning, and and you know we had this this big big branch with all the all the sources in it, and. I always heard like in, in, in like the big chat people complaining like oh you broke the whole source code what the fuck oh. you know <laughs> just get it back or, or like oh it's, why why did you upload an image of of, of ten megabytes it, it's 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 uh, it's we we don't have enough space for it stuff like that you know it was always always like like the it, it just felt like like uh, like 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 being in college and just doing some kid stuff for myself it's it's like like driving in, in a village. But at some point you have to go to the highway and the highway was in the company, you know, and, and just yeah. the, being the first time between all those fast driving cars and trucks coming by and, you know, it's, it's just so scared for the first time. But once you get you, you get on that highway a few times and maybe you made a few fuck ups with, with getting into the right lane or, or, or you forgot to put on your blinker and you get someone mad at you because you, you didn't show them where you went to. It's, you know, it, it's all uh, a learning process. And you can only learn it by doing it. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. ex exactly the same by, by, by driving a car. It's just the, the, the longer you drive the car and the, and the more places you drive, the better you know how to drive anywhere. And that's the same with Git. Just, just when the, the more branches you make and the more, you know, at, at some point when I really understand it to make branches, I thought like, oh, I have an idea in my, in my head, but I also have a deadline, but I have like 
like you know I, I have some time to just try it out and but I don't want to screw up my whole repository and and have to start over again so you just make a branch just just try it in there maybe it works in in one time maybe it doesn't happen that often but maybe it works that time for in the first run and you can just merge it back to your main uh, main branch and continue working and 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 fix your deadline so that's really what I, I wanted to say and I also wanted to say it in a way how I would say it to myself, you know, if, if I would see myself like six years back in college, I, I would tell myself, you know, just, just get ready for, you know, just get ready for, for when you get in the company. So just try it. Now is the time you can experiment. Now it's the time you can crash. Now it's the time you can, you can screw up your whole repository without getting people mad. And maybe you learn, you learn things you can put in, in the company to say like, oh, you're doing something wrong. So I, I think maybe this is a better approach. And then, you know, you, you, you get your voice out there immediately. So, yeah, I think, and, and it's also really underestimated as well with Git. Uh, I don't see people talking about it that much, but I don't know any company who doesn't use any version control. Yeah. They all do, they all, and, and they all use it for their automation. I mean, like we also have our ticketing systems, our reviews, they all read out the Git, uh, Git branch, they all create branches, they merge them uh, automatically, they create pull requests, create a review in a, in a, in a third party uh, software. It's, it's all connected. So it's, it's so important, especially in game development, to know how Git works just because you, you will get into it eventually. And, just to prepare yourself to not be that scared, scared kid I was in the beginning, uh, and just you know, you just have to feel like you already have a sports car and you can get up in the highway really quick. And yeah, that's that's what I want to achieve with it. Couple of things to add to that, yeah. Git by far is the most popular source control system out there these days. But yeah, everything that you said is is very very true about learning how to you know deal with branching and merging and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, one place that I found was really useful for for kind of getting your head wrapped around those kinds of concepts is is working on game jams. Find any and all game jams that you can get involved in and work on small teams. It, it gets you the opportunity to to work with source control and learn how to merge projects and all of that kind of stuff. Exactly, but you should exactly work with teams then. That's that's something I didn't do that often as well. But especially working with teams and getting conflicts with other people yeah. instead of conflicts with yourself will yeah. teach you much. Exactly. I worked with one guy who basically said every time he merged his code, he he did he did some kind of like he he basically did something that moved the head into a new folder in his repo every single time he did a commit and it was just like wait i don't know how you're doing that but that's definitely not the right thing to do yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny because he basically he took the head of the of the master branch into into his own github repo or something like that you know on accident i i don't even remember what happened but basically the first time i worked with a group on a git repo yeah it was hilarious because nobody on the team had ever worked on it on, on you know on a on a shared repo like that before yeah. <laughs> so it was just it was a nightmare so yeah it's definitely a skill you want to learn <laughs> exactly and you need to know what to ignore and what to not to push and what to push because, for example, with Unity, if, especially with, with programmers, uh, if, if you work together with artists, it's, it's really, 
you, you, you need to make strict guidelines because if a programmer works on a prefab and artist as well, but artist is implementing a lot of art and, and, and stuff to really visualize the prefab and the coder is just linking his code to do whatever it does. Uh, they always get conflicts and an artist never knows what happens, so they always get scared and think their, their, their uh, computer is going to explode. But, <laughs> <laughs> but That's right. <laughs> you know, so, so what we always do, we always say like, yeah, just, uh, just let the artist do the, do, do, do the prefabs and only push prefabs after the artist did, you know, and just, just knowing and seeing those, those kind of conflicts because having a conflict with a prefab, it's, it's so hard to figure out because it's all like the serialized data and, and it's, it's not really understandable to, to see what, what's going wrong and which hat you have to take and which, which you don't have to take. So uh, you cannot really diff merge it to really see and fix it. So yeah, it's really, really good to work in a team. So you can also see like, uh, like a, a bit of structure and hierarchy and who is do, who is pushing what. And, but, but that, uh, especially if you work in a company, you will, you will face that quite immediately and learn to work with that uh, really fast. So don't be scared about it now that you think like, oh, there's so much going to be happening. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a, a tough path to get in when you start in the company. No, it's just like prepare yourself to make it a little bit more easier for you when you start getting to work for a company. Mm -hmm. oh, I agree. And also branch out to different uh, version controls. Because like you know, everybody does source tree, but then I tried PrepForce with Unreal. That's what EA uses, and that's a whole different that's a whole different ball game. I, I opened that up and I was like, I don't know what is going on. There's really. subversion. There's foundation yeah. server. There's there's yeah bunches of them. Like like I was saying earlier, you know, Git is by far the most popular of them. But yeah, the concepts are a little different in some of the other ones that are referred to as like conventional source control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So, Justin, one couple of things before we end, wrap this up. What advice would you say for anybody just starting out wanting to learn programming? What would you tell them? Just do whatever interests you the most. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the thing I always want. I always tell everyone. I, I get this question also a lot daily. People asking me, like, hey, how should I start out? Hey, how should I do this? Hey, do you have, have tutorials for me to follow? And I always say, like, like in the beginning, I always say, just go to Khan Academy, which is just, I think, a great uh, platform to learn the basic fundamental of programming. And it's all in JavaScript, and it doesn't really matter if it's more web-based than game development. You shouldn't really care about it. It's just about programming. Know what arrays are, know what vector map is, know what, what, uh, what, what variables are. Just, just get to know about it and get comfortable with it. Because if you are not comfortable with programming, it's it's going to be a tough path. Um, so, and once you become uh, become uh, comfortable, it's just all about your interest. If you are interested in making systems, in making your own engine, just try to search how other people did it and try to copy that. And once you copy that, just try to break it and repair it. And that way, you just keep on keep on learning and learning and learning, and and as long as you do what you are interested in most. So if you enjoy making 3D games, just search a lot of 3D games. How how are they made? Just just look at uh, 3D mathematics. Uh, build some cool stuff. Just make some 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 blocks rotating or moving, and you know, 
Mm-hmm. It's just as long as it, as it comes out of your own interest and not because you think like, oh, uh, that game developer makes a lot of money or oh, that's really cool what they make. Just because what you like the most, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the most important thing uh, to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Well said. And then how do you come up with the topics you're going to talk about for your Instagram posts? Is that like something you plan out or is you wake up and you're like... No, it's it's actually all my all my photos and all my texts are shot and and written and post live in one hour. Always the thing. And it's just something which which is, is on my mind in that day. I mean, like the post of yesterday about Git, I was just... You know, I was wrapping up. I was writing the Git post, and I was uh, I, I was pushing Git to to uh, to the repository. I was thinking like, oh yeah, I remember how scared I was of of Git. So <laughs> then, I, and then I thought like, what what advice would I give myself six years ago? And I thought like, yeah. oh yeah, I would say this and this. And I thought like, oh, I would just write it down and just post it. And that's with everything. I just just what's what's up in my mind on that day. I think like, oh, that's interesting to share. I just mm-hmm. share. It. Nice. Awesome. Well, it was, uh, it was great having you on. And uh, before we wrap this up, we want to give you a challenge to the game that TV community be anything. Programming. Yes. Digital. What challenge do you have for the community? I think I have uh, an interesting one, which I often have problems with with other programmers as well, because uh, if I look at myself, I always develop things not just for myself. So start to think uh, working with other people and be a designer's best friend, because for me, I always like design, designers love to work with me because I put everything up uh, flexible and make tools with too much options for them to choose, but they feel in control. So challenge yourself to build something. You can give the control to something else, uh, to, to someone else, and that can be a card system where you can change the whole animation flow by just adding uh, or just adding a uh, uh, changing some configuration just give it to to, uh, to an artist and they can play with the configuration maybe do some drag and drop stuff uh, just just create something which is not only helpful for you but also for someone else because that will help a lot in a company and i think uh, a lot of game games company need more people to build stuff uh, which is which is useful for everyone and can be reused by any team. It's so. a great challenge. And so, uh, yeah, so thank you for coming on and uh, I appreciate everything. Congratulations on the uh, 10,000 followers. Thanks and uh, we'd like to end this off by handing the mic to you to give any shout outs, to uh, give any last words. But yeah, thank you for coming on, Justin. Yeah, well, I don't have any special people I should shout out to, but uh, all my followers, I want to give a shout out to them because uh, how much I try to motivate them, they motivate me as well. And how much I try to inspire everyone, they inspire me as well. So I'm really thankful for that. And I really love all the messages and heartwarming texts I get and, and, and fun questions I get, which I also sometimes learn of to explain. So. I really love to to build that community and and be part of that community as well because even though I am sort of head for some with having the follower base, I feel being in the middle of it as well. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all GameDev.TV courses at courses.gamedev.tv slash courses or in the show notes with a 10% discount. 
get started with your Gainesville journey today.